It's called Dreamer because it'll push you right to sleep. What? What? <laughs> what? what? Is this movie still on? Jesus Christ. This is Dreamer on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me in the studio are Sam and Jackie. Bowling champion Sam and Jackie. Bowling champion Sam and bowling champion Jackie. She didn't win any bowling championships. Didn't you guys win a tournament or something? Yeah, me and Sam together. No, 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 no. Jackie, when you you were on a bowling league. I was on a bowling league. Called the uh, Chicks with Balls, wasn't that your I was, team name? Yeah. I was. I was on a team called Chick with Balls in 2011. Uh-huh. Uh, my team sucked super bad. Okay, so no championship then. No, we, we didn't even get into the conversation of, so who's going to be number one in the league? Well, we know it's not Chick with Balls. So you were in that conversation then. Because you said you weren't in the conversation about a conversation that's about you. Well, I mean, it's all on a sheet. And if you're at the bottom of the sheet, then that's just the way it is. She, did you hear the words that came out of her mouth? I don't know. Okay. We weren't Science. even in the converse- conversation about chicks with balls. You were in the co- Okay. Got to move on. Sam, you won uh, the championship. Yes. Not the grand championship for the PBA, but uh, the local bowling championship. Yes. Okay. I won the a city league championship. Okay. I've won a league championship and a city tournament. Individual and- or team? All of the above. I've won a lot of I've won a lot of championships, Jackie. <laughs> Where's your fucking rings? You know what? That and we should mention that one of my trophies is I thought would since the movie was a little boring that having some championship around us would pump us up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an adult, they don't really give the trophies anymore. Like, if you win the league as a team, they'll give the trophy to whoever sponsors you so they can, like, put it in their business if you sort of twist their arm. And the- I, I think it's funny that you say that you wanted to bring in a little championship to uh, stimulate our, our discussion. That's a second-place trophy, Sam. It's the only time it ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> you was, ever got a trophy? When I was eight, I got second place, and I n- never felt that sting ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. So you brought us a second-rate trophy? That's the only time, because they don't really give you trophies when you win anymore. They just give you fucking money. So, yeah, I don't have any trophies. I just had cash. So you can go spend that money and go get your buy your own trophy. Yeah, you get patches, and there's like... You can get a ring for bowling a 300. I've never done that. Uh, and then... You get pins and patches for your jacket. If you if you have a bowling jacket, do they give you one? Well, if you have a 700 series. What's you that? Where in what's three magma? games. What's magma? <laughs> if you bowl a 700 count in three games, usually if you do it in a league, that league will generally present you with a jacket. Hmm. And if you do an 800, you get another jacket, but the 800 jackets are a little bit sweeter. Yeah. You don't have one of those jackets, do you? No, I do not. I have I have missed the 700 several times. Mm, that's a bummer. I believe, like, I think 683 is the closest I've ever come. You know, there was a brief window there, actually, like a, a year-long window that I arguably was the very best bowler in the world. Oh? Yeah. Uh, 300s, constantly. Uh, I also... Did it all while sitting down. Uh, that's my style of bowling. I was an extremely good wee bowler. Not going to lie. What you, I, you, I was fan-fucking-tastic. Like, didn't they like rate it, though? What? At bowl, bowling on a Nintendo Wii? I thought it was rated. Uh, no, dude. That thing barely connected to the internet. Oh, I thought because you were like super high-rated. Uh, no, I was super fucking good. Uh. Super fucking good. I don't know how I was so fucking good. I could just sit there and drink beer, smoke a little dobe. 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 Yeah, this was a new, new word for it. Oh, that's what the kids are calling it. Uh, and just bowl while at, without moving, and uh, nobody else could do it. And then, I, like, three years later, came back to that Nintendo Wii. I can't fucking bowl for shit in that goddamn thing. No, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know how I was doing it, but uh, anyways. 
Uh, Sam, what's the uh, the most exciting thing that's ever happened to you as a bowler? Well, I'm going to say that this is, well, the, I mean, the tug job in the Mazda after the championship yeah. is generally exciting. Okay. okay. Uh, From Starla? Well, it depends. Brenda? You have your pick. Yeah. Um, there's also Roxy, generally. Roxy, Roxy, yeah, she's, she's a good tugger. This is actually true, and this wasn't because I did anything. It was actually a year that I was down, so it was like a year removed from winning city championship tournament or city tournament. Uh, I was bowling against the guy who won it, and when he won it, and I'm going to use excitement in the raw sense. This is neither negative or positive, but you know the energy level does come up okay. side of excitement. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only did he win, but he bowled a 300 to win the singles. And I think I was like fifth or something like that. And there was no hope that I was going to do anything. It looked bleak when we started bowling the last game. And then he's obviously fucking bowling his mind off. He bowls a 300 to seal the deal. When the pins, when it hit the pins and they exploded, he turned around, jumped the ball return into my arms. (laughs) And I had to catch him and carry him. And he was pumping his fist in the air. And I was like the guy holding him. And people were cheering. (laughs) People were cheering. I'm like carting this guy around. And uh, yeah, I didn't do that when I won. (laughs) I I just did like a fist pump. Because it was like 700 bucks. It wasn't like, I'm going to go fucking crazy. But I think if you do a 300 and the 300 seals the deal, I guess... You know, I didn't drop him, so I felt justified that he could do that. I went ahead and caught him and carried him around. Hmm. But yeah, that's the most exciting thing that ever happened when I was bowling. Okay. <laughs> Jackie, do you have anything exciting? Uh, Yeah. So I saw an old lady fall and break a hip once. That yeah, is exciting. That is exciting because mm. the, the hospital. And she was such a bitch, too. Oh, this, this is, God. This is my chick with balls days. This lady was on our league. She, you know, she had the the typical bouffanty hairdo from the seventies that she just never grew out of. It just keeps dying at blonde, and she's chain smoking and she's talking and she's talking shit and she's like, "Well, being bitch face McGee," and she gets up there. She's like, "I'll just show you how it's done with her red clacking fingernails," and she just totally ate shit. And then she didn't get back up, and everybody else is running over there and they're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Ah!" I could not even breathe for like five minutes. The ambulance comes. I'm still laughing in the corner. You should have ran straight over to her like you were going to help and then pointed in her face and been like, ah, face. Like, put out a hand and then do the brush your hair back thing. <laughs> that was that was the most exciting thing I think I've ever seen. And she was such a bitch. And she didn't come back. And I was just like, yeah, that's right. All right. Well, my most exciting thing is uh, I got too drunk one time and got thrown out of a bowling alley. So... That exciting. Was, that was exciting. Uh, I have a point to all this. Sure. Now, in hindsight, knowing how exciting bowling can be, which all three of our stories were not very exciting. No. Uh, does anybody think that making a movie about bowling is a good idea? Well, I, I can start by saying right now that this film absolutely captured the essence of the bowling alley. <laughs> And at no point got close to capturing the essence of filmmaking. Yes, indeed. Or storytelling. Or entertainment. Entertainment. Mostly entertainment. Oh, my God. It had some high drama moments. They just didn't ramp up. Name one. Name high drama. Get out. Get out of my house. Now. Yeah, Attempts at drama, but not dramatic. I felt nothing during this entire thing other than, God, please make it end. Yeah, the the only way that they felt like they could infuse writing it, infuse some drama in there, was to have like this rocky relationship, which only made her character completely irrational and unredeemable in every way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her character doesn't make sense, and you're like, whatever. There's I there's eight more of you in the parking lot. Indeed, bowling lane lady that are less crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I worked at a bowling alley once. You what? I worked at a bowling alley once. Okay. I was the birthday person. <laughs> so every time that they had a birthday party that was scheduled, I would have to come in and do the, like the birthday crap for the kids. Oh, not like the Mazda birthday lady? Yeah. That's a different job. <laughs> no, that's not. No, that's I, was not the, I was not the Mazda birthday lady. I'm sorry. I believe I requested the hand job. Yeah. 
Uh, that's going to be an extra seventy five dollars, and you did not check the box on your paperwork mm-hmm. to receive that. So unfortunately, you're going to have to get it without Vaseline. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how I like them. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, usually the only lubricant available in the back of a Mazda is silly string. I haven't really figured out why. And barf. Don't forget and, the barf. And barf. Gross. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this movie sucks. I don't like it at all. I'm going to go ahead and get that out there right now. It's arguably the most boring thing we've done on here. Uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and name another one that's more boring. I thought that the length of the Barbara Streisand, A Star is Born, sure, sure. It was there. Uh, I think that movie's very annoying and very uh, stupid and very uh, hateful and yeah. despicable. But not as boring. Not as boring. I I liked uh, Stars Born way more than I liked this one. Sure. Uh, I understand. Which what's more boring than this one that we've reviewed? I don't think we've done one this boring. Nothing happens. Nothing. I have four notes. I I have an entire synopsis of notes, and it takes up a page and a half. An entire synopsis. And I was struggling to write anything down to get to there. Yeah. Because nothing fucking happens. Hey, hey, hey. They had a really nice dreamer song. Oh, that they played over and over again. Yeah. And it's not and a very nice dream. Or not, not it reminded nice, me uh, of song. something that would have been early, you know, late 70s, early mm-hmm. 80s that probably would have probably been a hit somewhere. Almost Yacht Rocky. Almost Yacht Rocky. I mean, I, I could get down with it. It's a blend between Yacht Rock and Country, I would say. I don't know. I thought It kind of reminded me of the Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah, a little. All of the music in this movie just reminded me of... it. Sound, everything was just a 80s hospital show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything was... Not General Hospital, because that was a soap opera, and that, was, that would be too good of music to be in this, but... Like St. Elsewhere or something yeah. like that. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 like it's dun. the same guy that did the music for Hill Street Blues, maybe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which the Hill Street Blues song is pretty kick-ass. This wasn't. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So this guy was just copying that, but then didn't get it. I liked it. Oh, all right. Yeah, screw you both. I thought the Dreamer song was was a nice touch. I thought it sucked. Uh, I thought that they really put some some thought into the lyrics. It was definitely a bowling song. <laughs> Uh, it had the word shot in it, which I'm kind going, of confused me at first. I thought maybe it was a basketball song that they were like, well, we can't find a bowling song. So Going to the top, gonna shoot my shot. And that's awesome. Like, wow, they really thought this out, Jackie. Are you being ironic here? Or do you really think that to the top or whatever the fucking shit this stupid theme song is? I looked it up on Amazon. I was awesome. going to buy it. No, I think, you're being, I, music I think you're being snarky. Sorry. <laughs> the audience people at home cannot tell that. <laughs> uh, I no, it sucked. I thought it was okay. It was not uh, Delta Force. Delta Force, or I'm even thinking like theme music that we've done, like uh, sweet shit from Man from Hong Kong. Oh, that shit was awesome. Blow, blow that shit sky high or whatever. Yeah. And uh, uh, others, others. <laughs> tomboy, yeah, tomboy. Um, that, even that shit from uh, Over the Top, also starring Susan Blakely. Uh, the Kenny Loggins crap. You know, I'm going to bond with my son song is fucking <laughs> rad. In, by comparison. By comparison to this. Oh, man. God, Whatever. I, I didn't think it was this. that bad. It is It is. Is bad. The entire thing feels reeks of made-for-television film. But it's not. It's not. I, I could see, though, eating some cereal on a Saturday morning and this being on, and you're like, eh. This is what the... That shit movie that comes on after the cartoons are over, and you're like, exactly, you're not ready to get up, you're not ready for the experience of Saturday morning to be over. So you sit through the first half of this, and you realize that anything outside, even if it's just one dirt clod, will be more exciting than watching the rest of that movie, even as a child. It would either star Meredith Baxter Burney, of course, or one of the two brothers from Wings, or Susan Blakely, or Susan Blakely. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Right. Uh, so how? We, go ahead. Oh, I was going to talk about Susan Blakely because please do. She's not like hot. Okay. Really? Do you? What do you think? Uh, I think she's a nice figure. What do you give her on a number? Uh, if I have to be purely just sexist scumbag, yes, dirtbag, yes. man. 
I'm probably looking about like a 7.5. 7.5. I was going to give her a 7, okay. but I actually raise her to an 8.5 because of the elf ears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got uh, gelfling ears. She is definitely an elf, mm-hmm. and that excites me because I've, you know. She's probably good with a bow and uh, living in trees. It's just now that my years of womanizing, I've got, I've had to uh, develop some exotic tastes, say. <laughs> oh, my God. These normal women don't really do it for me I anymore. prefer them to be short and have Spock ears and live in the forest. But not all of those things at once. Have, uh, have magic mean, powers. That's like a 10, <laughs> like a 12 ever, on a 10 scale. Have you ever dated anybody with a tail? No. You should do that unless I you don't know, know how it that's is. Less, I, I don't know about that one. The elf ears is maybe kind of the top of the scale get here a, for me. You could get a tail job. Tugged yeah. off at the back of a Mazda, but not by hand. Like a prehensile tail? Yeah, buddy. Go for it. Huh. Yeah, you're dating a chimpanzee. <laughs> they don't have tails. Uh, they got red asses. Yeah, the baboons. Yeah. Yeah, know your monkey's butthole. Whatever. Yeah, date somebody with a tail. We want to know. I don't know about that. I want to know. Okay. What about three tits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you know, I've seen going. Total Recall too many times. It doesn't even excite me anymore. Damn it. Been there, done that, sort of. About somebody who had a face transplant. You done that? Nope. Okay. Damn, me either. You, you, Justin. You ever date anybody with a face oh, transplant? Man, back in the day. All <laughs> the time, you were just cruising the hospitals looking for them. Me and uh, Nick Cage. <laughs> I, I am making awful jokes just because I don't want to talk about this movie. This is the first time I've ever had to brew a pot of coffee that I think I got to go fill up just to keep my ass awake while we're talking about this shit. Well, we have to. I mean. To talk about this movie, th- something would have had to have happened. Oh, yeah. I guess. Good point. Hey, uh, bowling podcast uh, over. Come back to us next week. Yeah. Hey, I will say the opening of this. I, I liked. Did. I liked a lot. Like the old timey pictures the that they showed. The bowling credits. Yeah. Right. And they were, they kind of, they did a really brief overcap of bowling in America and how it grew into this like multiple lane these like establishments that just blew my mind in these pictures. I mean, there must've been like 30 lanes in these places and they were just huge and elaborate and yeah. the signage on them. Oh, was I, that I, top I was tower hopeful. Bowl? I was hopeful on these credits. Yeah. Like, oh, this is going to be, cause it's essentially the same credit sequence as uh, the sting with uh, Redford and uh, Captain Awesome. Paul Newman. Paul you know? Newman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Isn't Jackie Gleason in that too? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so when it first opens up, I'm thinking, Oh, Okay. This is going to be as good as it gets because I've heard this is not a very good movie, but uh, I really enjoyed the opening credit sequence. I did too. But uh, from then on, I think the only thing that kept that kept me awake is that I'd had a spot of cancer cut off my ear, and it was kind of stingy because I think it got a little sunburned. It's not cancer, Jackie. Okay, there's a spot on my ear that got cut off by the dermatologist for sun damage. Yeah, quit quit being so dramatic. Actually, I guess somebody better be, because sure as hell I ain't Dreamer. Uh, I think that from the get-go, they get done with the uh, old-timey pictures, and then it's a, it's Dick Weber bowling, mm-hmm. and then the Dreamer, the character, is uh, the pin boy. Yeah, pin boy. Pin boy. He's a pin boy. Get those pins, boy. This is the politically correct term. I guess pin monkey's no good anymore. Is that what it used to be? I didn't, never was, I, I didn't know it was ever pin boy. I always thought it was pin monkey, but... Uh, Anyway, that scene encapsulates the lack of excitement. Everything happens slow. No one in the shot is exciting. Mm. There's some strikes. The editing is so slow that nothing is happening. Mm. And it uh, sets the tone because the rest of the movie is exactly like that. <laughs> Keep talking. Oh. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. He just walked off to get more coffee, which is good. I know. What did you think of the wardrobe, though? Uh, you know, it was indicative of the time because I was like, '79. This was made. It's a bunch of crap that my dad wore when I was like six. So that's about right. Like, my grandpa had one of those, you know, spider, the uh, the pool sharking guy. Oh, where the vest with the the fucking matching, poofy arm. Yeah, but with the matching the vest with the matching polyester pants. Yeah. And my grandpa, who I, well, he's not really my grandpa. He was like a step grandpa type of thing. My grandma was married like a billion times. And he had one of those, but it was baby blue. 
And then he always wore these like really obnoxious colored shirts underneath it. You had to have a, like a really huge collar and the sleeves had to be fo- really poofy. Yeah. And then he always wore it open in the front and he thought he was the sex cat because every time in my grandma ever went bowling, that's always what he would wear is his sex cat outfit. And I was, and I just, I saw that guy and I'm like, oh my God, there's my step grandpa. That's probably how him and my grandma met was at a bowling alley. And everybody's pants were up to their fucking armpits. Oh yeah. I will say, um, I, the retro, uh, vintage clothing, it's not vintage, it's trendy at the time. This is some of the hottest seventies attires that we've seen in a movie. Yeah, we were just talking about so many butterfly colors. (laughs) You're getting your coffee. (laughs) Uh, yeah. the, The, the car dealer guy. He's got like a tie that is maybe three inches long, but it's fucking ten inches wide. The car dealer guy had the unnoticeable, like the 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 ultimate combination of awesome. He was wearing corduroy bell bottoms. Yes, he was. That's wow. Right I believe there. his name was Harper. Yeah, man. Oh, that guy. That guy was a sex panther. Yeah, he would definitely probably use quaaludes to get laid three times a week. It's funny because he's a car dealer, and the cars he's selling are fairly new cars in 1978 and he looks like probably that's how every car dealer sales guy looked back then but it is the definition of the stereotype car dealer what we like scumbag car dealer with cigarette stains on his teeth and and uh oh make you a deal Ah, he's back door taking parts out of the car and selling on the black market or whatever and you buy a limit from him you buy it a, a, a 1996 Datsun 300ZX and uh, get out of the parking lot and the fucking door falls off and you look at him and he goes, what did you do? He's no, no, you look in the rearview mirror and it's like he was never there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go and there's a different guy and like, I bought it from Dave and you're like, there's no Dave here. Dave doesn't work here. Is he the owner? No. No, there's no, I mean, I, two, two ZX, we don't even have one yeah i don't know I, i'm gonna call the police sir. We, sell, we sell hyundais yeah oldest trick in the book yep yeah i like that guy though he's cool yeah he was cool uh anyway streamer grows up he's not a pin boy anymore he's getting, he, he is, is a, a pin boy. boy still a pin boy which a discrepancy in the movie happens later i guess it was a different bowling alley that he worked at before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the one he's at now the guy clearly states that he'd worked there for two years mm-hmm. yeah and he even says so during his interview at the end. Well, you know, being a pinboy, that's a that's a hot career. You, you got to go where the action's at. So you're bouncing around from bowling alley to bowling alley. Back wherever, and forth. Wherever you're called. There's three in every town, and that's about it. Maybe he's moving all across the states. He's, uh, you know, got one of those knapsack that he puts over his shoulder and gets on the cab- caboose of the train. And, you know, he's headed to... Uh, San Francisco. Well, he's he's got to be a pin boy at the top there. He did seem to how, to know like how to work the trucker game. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So maybe he is a drifter. Well, his car broke down in Antonal. In Antonal? In, in Antol, Antol, wherever he was at. I don't know where that is. Um, That's the town he was in. Okay, that's great. Bowling Haven. Mm-hmm. Okay. But his car broke down there. That's what he's doing there. And then he just kind of fell into the job with the bowling alley because oh. they needed somebody to do the pins. And then that makes he was, sense. And then he started practicing there for free two years ago, and that's when he met Harry. He, the gal already works there. He just beds her because he bowls a few strikes. She's seen enough. Beds her, even though she lives with her grandma in a houseboat. So he's just a drifter. I, why not? That's kind of what I'm thinking. He, he walks into a diner and like, oh, where are you from, kid? Oh, I've I've been all over the place. Where, where's all the good work? I need money. Well, I heard they're looking for a new pinboy down at the... Well, no, you don't even bother with that. You actually Haven. walk into the bowling alley with your bags and they figure it out. Hey, you're the hottest pinboy on the West Coast. No, of course no. I'll take you. Will you work for minimum wage? Yes. Yeah. You're hired. And then you keep staring at the manager until he automatically knows the score and he's like... And he just points at the one who's the... Uh, Let's say the gal that has the loosest morals. Um, Jackie, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that you got a huge whistle booger and it's coming through the mic. <laughs> <laughs> what? All I can hear is. <laughs> How do you know it's not Sam? Because he was talking while I heard you yeah. breathing. <laughs> it's like Paul Harvey. <laughs> can you hear it? 
No, you're, okay. you're free of boogers now. Yeah, did you, uh, I know the listeners couldn't see that, but I picked my own nose oh, right they, on the podcast. They could hear the difference. Immediately? Yeah, it's night and day now. All right. Much less whistly. Um, yeah, Sam, I hope you didn't think that I, 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 I thought pin boys were like the cool guys. Oh, <laughs> no. But I'm just saying that if you're a drifting pin boy bowler. A <laughs> drifting pin boy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> He has no family or None. home. Uh-uh. No, he is a fucking drifter. He's got no money. He has no money when he starts his film because all of the money he gets, he wins at this, this first tournament. And then just gives it back out to the people he owes money to. Uh, so he's not a deadbeat. I mean, at least he's paying his debts. Even if he does have to go back to the old man, it's like, you know that money I gave you earlier? I'm going to need that. Oh, I have no problems with Dreamer, the character. I think he's a fine, upstanding gentleman. I think he has no business being in film because he's incredibly boring. But he's got a boo-boo on his finger, on his thumb. Yeah. This is not tense or dramatic in any way because it's a sports movie cliche. Like, oh, no, how's he going to win with that injury? But they make... No big deal about it at all. It's just like, he's got a boo-boo, and he's not like struggling in his game at all. He's not even really paying much attention to this boo-boo, but he's still just zinging strikes down. Bam, bam, bam. Well, you know, he puts super glue on it, yep, that's... which is a trick that I learned as a hairdresser. Okay. That, that's how you close wounds yep. like immediately so that you can continue to do what you've got to do. Fine. They actually have a better than super glue now, specifically for bowling, called Second Skin. So if you cut your finger, it's like you fiberglass it, and it's awesome because after you cover the uh, the super glue type stuff, you light it on fire. Nice. Yeah, and you have to let it burn for a second, but it feels cool underneath. Cool. And then you blow it out after two seconds. We should seconds. just get that stuff and party with it. I think it would go bad. <laughs> like, I have my entire body's on fire. This You're is like, awesome. Oh, <laughs> It's only a matter of time before somebody has too many shots and tries to second skin their wiener. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. Like, who's going to be the first one? My hair's on fire. God damn it. Yeah. So he wins. He's the uh, hero of the day. Loved by all. Paraded around town. Tugged M- off in a Mazda. Tugged off in a Mazda. But uh, he gets on this bus. And the bus driver, I guess, drives him back to... Fucking, what is this place? Angelville? Antol. Antol? Angelville's where Jesse Custer lives. Uh, it's somewhere that's on the Chicago Anthol line. or something like yeah. that. All right. So the bus driver drops him off and he's like, hey, can I have that potato? Uh, What? Potato? He's been sticking a potato on his thumb this whole time. Yeah, I think he got it wrong. I think that the waitress had actually given him the potato. She's like, think of me and then make love to this potato. Mm-hmm. Okay. Said he puts his thumb in it and it heals it, and it was just a weird coincidence. Maybe he envisioned the potato being her butthole. And then thumbs up. Thumbs up, buddy. It's the best move. <laughs> my favorite move. <laughs> oh, my huh. God. Hey, that's the bowling ball right there. But I think that that was supposed to be like a funny, kooky type thing, God because later on, she gives her... She gives him a thing of garlic, garlic to, to rub on, on it. Boo-boos. Yeah. Uh, do we think that would do anything? It'd I think sting that would like sting a like son like of shit. a bitch. Sure, absolutely. And then your hand would smell weird all day. Uh, it, both the potato and the garlic would sting like shit, in my thought. I don't think the potato would sting Not that as much. Bad. But garlic. I think it would cause bacteria problems. Yeah, is that going to heal shit? No. I don't think it's going to do anything. That's like, I have it, cancer on my leg it's from gonna, the sun, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go get a tomato, I'm going to rub this fucking tomato on it until it goes away. It, it doesn't work like that. It keeps you from... Uh, banging it on something else it's like a helmet for your thumb <laughs> <laughs> oh i see you've got a potato strap there yeah. you, you injured yes of course your potato helmet or do you have a potato on your thumb and it's like, oh injured and you can say no <laughs> and then That's don't say thumb. anything else and it's like what's this guy scheming thumb in his potato mm. <laughs> clever sir <laughs> i bet this one's in the catbird seat Where's that? I don't know, but it sounds nice. It sounds nice, and I bet he's working things out fine <laughs> with his thumb in that potato. Um, but the bus driver wants it. It's like, <laughs> I want that potato. Yeah, someday that potato's going to be worth a whole lot of money. Because it's not just going to like grow into a potato plant. 
no matter what you do. Plant it, don't plant it. It will turn into a potato plant. Yeah, it's just going to rot out. And eventually the maggots are going to get to it, and then the flies are going to come. And Yeah, there's no good scenario for nope. this potato. Then you just throw that fucking thing away. Maybe uh, maybe his wife is uh, old and senile, and uh, her uterus is falling out. Or it's like you put it in the freezer next to your wedding cake. Oh, yeah. And then you f- get them mixed up. Because they all just turn into these balls of snow, no matter what what you stick back there, right? Did you guys hear about the uh, old lady that stuck a potato in her vagina? Yeah. Her uterus was going to fall out? Yep. She had the green vines growing out of Virginia. That's why she went in the ER. It grew inside of her. It won't put it in the sun. Put it out of the sun. Put it on a table. Put it in your car. Put it in the ground. Put it on the roof. They turn into <laughs> potato plants. They're amazing. It's, a, it's an amazing uh, plant, the potato. But no matter what you do, they grow. Ship it to Ireland. <laughs> oh, won't grow there. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> 300 years is too, too, too soon. soon. Such an asshole. Please, sir, I just want another potato. I love him. I love a potato. But I just don't get them very often. Can I just have one more? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear that? It's my tummy rumbling. Can I have a potato? <laughs> Sam from Seeger Madness says they grow everywhere. Come up here. <laughs> uh, mold. It was mold that uh, made oh, the potato yeah. famine. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So don't make them moldy. I yeah, guess. I guess if as long as it doesn't get moldy, it'll grow. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> Long story short, this bus driver, is he going to sell it? <laughs> What's he going to... If it didn't do all that shit, Sam, would you buy a potato that a guy stuck his thumb in that's bloody and gross? No. No! And, and how can you really verify if it is the potato? Or if he's just not... This guy isn't just going back to his house and making replica potatoes and selling them on the eBay. Let's say he was able to freeze it. I bet they could DNA test it. And then it wouldn't be a relic anymore, so he wouldn't make any money. How uh, much do you think that would that would taste? Or that would cost? Uh, the DNA d- test of potato. I don't well, know. DNA testing didn't become mainstream or, or feasible until mid '90s. So, yeah, you got to like hang on to it for bucks? a long time. Eight for eighty-five so, bucks. No DNA testing. Thousands, thousands, and thousands Are of you dollars. Nuts? Yeah, you just go down to fucking Walmart and pick up one of their DNA test kits. Actually, there is a paternity test kit that you can get at Walmart. I saw it the other day when I was waiting in line at the pharmacy. Huh. I wonder how that works. But it's highly reliable, too. Yeah, because, you know, you if can't... Walmart, it actually just always says yes. <laughs> They're just playing the averages. <laughs> you're at the Walmart pharmacy, you're probably the father. <laughs> you're somebody's Somebody's father. at Take least. Take this one at least, yeah. fuck. Make up for all the other ones you <laughs> left on the streets. Jesus Christ. All right, so anyways, enough of this potato thing. They also sell drug tests there. Right Why would next you take to the your DNA own test. drug test? I don't know. Because if your kid is a fucking pothead. Or if you're going to, if you're a pothead and you have to take it, like you do what you can, give it the night before try. All right, I'm going to get this job or, oh, well, there goes that one. Whoa. I thought you had to get a job tomorrow. Oh, it didn't work, man. Bob Ross is on. I'm out. <laughs> I used one of the Walmart drug tests. Don't you know those always say no? Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) The drug tests are always a fail, and the paternity tests are always a pass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he buys a new Mustang, Uh, not not a new Mustang. This is like a '67. Instead of '67, so it's 11 or 12 years old. That's a nice looking car. Pays cash for it with his winnings for one thousand five hundred dollars. Sixteen hundred. This is not the Price is Right, Sam. And he visits a guy named Harry. Harry, of course, is played by Jack Warden. Jack Warden. Who I didn't mention at all. Say, the, Richard Norton. The, the point five. I forgot to mention that old crazy like a fox. Yep. Jack Warden. Man, you see that guy. He's in so many fucking He's in movies. So much shit. It's so ridiculous. And just like on Dante's Peak, they could not have given these two dicks like two different names. So it's Harold. Mm-hmm. Nuttingham, right? Which who is Dreamer, right? Right. right. And Harry. Yep. Her- short Harry is short for Harold. Yeah. They got the same goddamn name. And Please. so it was like, what? And it was Harry and Terry on Dante's Peak. That's what yeah. she's saying. That's so fucking ridiculous. 
Yeah, thanks for coming into the conversation. No, I thought right you were there. just saying just okay. hard. Just, I thought you were saying just like two people had the same common name, but it's the actual four Harrys in two weeks. Actually, two three, Harrys, and a, ter- three a Harold Harrys. and a Terry. Yep. <laughs> I hate this movie. <laughs> well, you know what we find out when he visits Harry the first time? Mm-hmm. Nobody gets any milk. Yep, nobody drinks milk. He's drinking his own milk. Mm-hmm. Does Jack Warden take the milk from him and try to drink it? Uh, I don't think so. But then Jack Warden has some milk, but it's not skim milk, so he dumps it out. Nobody gets any milk. Yeah. Which it's Harry's milk. He'll just go get more of the milk he wants because it's his fucking house. You live. You're uh, crashing <laughs> on the couch of the houseboat. Who? We're not really sure how that relationship even works out. Does he pay rent there? Or is he just living at this houseboat because he's tapping yeah. Susan Blakely's character? That's what he's doing. Yep. That's it. And she's probably like 17 and he's probably 32. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And she lives with her grandma. Who's drunk all the time. Yeah. Maybe a little bit upstairs problems, too. Because she's not really addressing some of the things she needs to address. I don't know. If I was the grandma... Boat. I wouldn't even fucking care. I'd be like, whatever. It's but, you one know, of, if as long as the uh, as long as the bottle of vodka keeps getting full, nobody asks any questions. Yeah, it's a houseboat. They're not real big. There's not a lot of escape area in a houseboat. If you got a couple teenagers bumping uglies upstairs, you're gonna know about it and have that, a problem with it. Hey, shut up up there! Yeah, whack the ceiling with your broom. It was a kick-ass houseboat. Oh, man, that houseboat was great. Not the Malibu Express. Yeah, close. But close. Yeah, very nice. I would like to go to there. <clears throat> so he goes back to his job at Bullhaven, and uh, he's paying off the debts and showing off, and he works on the lanes because the lanes are getting jammed up all the time. This bowling alley's a real piece of shit. None of the contraptions work, even though he's this... A pin boy all his life. If I know one thing about bowling alleys, it's that shit breaks all the time, no matter how nice they are. All right, fine. Yeah, the one that I worked at was always it's just broken. Yeah, get back there and fix that. The Uh, return on investment on the machinery is very low. mm. It's very complicated machinery, Mm -hmm. so you just got to fix it a lot. Well, Karen Susan Blakely's character, she shows up and throws a tissy fit because. He didn't take her to the bowling tournament, and so she's going to go to the next one. No, she's throwing a fit, just just like a typical man that you are. You mm-hmm. don't understand okay. shit. All right. All right. She is throwing a fit mm-hmm. because he went to everybody else in town, including Harry, before he came to see her. He just went to Harry, and then he went to work. He bought the car. He yeah. did buy the and car. And then he, he goes to work to show off his car and to see everybody, and then he's like, oh, yeah, and you. Uh, see, I think he just goes to work. He's working when she shows up. No, because he's he trying to leave yeah, so he... he can go home and get some sleep. And he's like, hey, do you want to bowl here for free or not? Get your ass in there and fix 16 and 17. Yep. Mm, I see. Okay. So uh, he was headed there. He was headed home. Was. He was trying. Yeah. So it's not his fault. Uh, I think she's irrational. Yeah. I think he's a dickhead. Well, I think th- she's nuts, though, like. If she thinks that this is going to keep working, mm-hmm. like the only chance she has of getting off that houseboat is him winning bowling tournaments. And for her to be a distraction of that does not make any sense whatsoever. True. True. But uh, yeah, he won't take her to the next one either because uh, she, she's going to distract him and throw his game off. But uh, here, honey, I got you this trophy with my name on it. You can keep that trophy. Uh, I really don't need that trophy because it's got your fucking name on it. It's, uh, I didn't win it. What are you going to do with somebody else's trophy? It's not a nice gift. Nope. How Almost. about some fucking cash? I want the cash, asshole, not your goddamn trophy. Diamonds and pearls. Yeah. Maybe even a steak dinner or something. Fuck. I can't sell a trophy. Yeah. I don't know. If- Suzanne Blakely's character in this is, I don't know if she's really staked in her material. Mm. More like uh, three dick dogs for a buck. Yeah. A buck and a bang. Take her up to the top of the hillside and make the uh, 
Mustang shucks work overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any innuendo, so I just went with the truth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not good suspension on those mm. early six late sixties Mustangs. Leaf springs. Yeah. If this Mustang's rocking, just hang out and make sure it doesn't bottom out. <laughs> we'll be done in a minute. Uh, I've got a note here that says some unimportant stuff happens. Yes. Uh, at this point, he goes back and takes a nap and then gets woken up because he has to fix something again. Uh-huh. And then she gets mad again. This sort of carries on for the next 45 or 50 minutes. Yeah. Till he goes to the next bowling tournament. Bowling championship. He wins. Movie over. Yeah. Well, so he does have the point of... He finds out that it wasn't enough, and they're not going to let him into the pro bowling. Oh, that's later. Because they're square. Yeah, that's later. Because he, Harry, uh, he he wants to buy a bowling lane with Harry. Him and Harry are going to go in business together and uh, buy this place in Peoria because Harry's going to get an option on it. I don't even know what the fucking option is. I think you just give the guy some money to hold it for you, basically. Yeah. What happens if you don't uh, come up with the rest of the cash in that? Then they get the money for free and they put it back on the market. Mm, that's cool. Which in this case, as was stated in the film, was ten thousand dollars. Yeah. For three months. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Nope. I'll take that ten K today. Yeah. Put my house on the market for free ten thousand dollars. I guess it's not free because it, anyways. Uh <clears throat> Yeah, so they're gonna come up with the rest of the cash because Dreamer's gonna win the championship and be there was ever a sure Showered thing. in money. Better yeah. put your life savings at stake, Harry, because I'm your good friend. Yeah, we know about how long his life is going to last. Oh, spoiler alert. Next up is the world's most boring montage ever. That they go back to later. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's just him bowling, and it's just a double exposure. You can't see either shot. Yep. And it lasts, what, four minutes? It's a, yeah, montage league, sports training montage league. Sucks. Sucks so yep. bad. He's bowling and the old guy's talking over it. You gotta you gotta stick with the right side. Bend your knees. Uh, hold your elbow straight. Use it your wrist. Concentrate. It's... Concentrate. Concentrate. Remember Remember the Titans. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to me, kid? Yeah. I just put $10,000 on a bowling alley. You're going to do whatever the fuck I say. He doesn't do that yet. He does that when he goes to combat the uh, ruling on whether he's eligible to be a pro bowler. Yeah. But that's after the montage is when the letter shows up, right? Uh, it may as well. Yeah, I mean, nothing I really know. happens yeah, I don't in really between care about there. anything about that. Yeah, so he, and this is the only point that I have with this is that in 79. All you had to have was a 190 to be a pro bowler, apparently. You couldn't wait to get to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that means nothing to anybody other than people who have been on bowling leagues. Yeah. Which is you. Yeah. And me. Jesus. Uh, were you surprised by the 190? Well, I didn't know there was such a thing as an actual real bowling PGA thing, so. The PBA? Yeah, I, I didn't know that was. You didn't have a TV yeah. growing so up. You, you're the only one that's wowed about this. They had, they thing. had, they, it was the ABC World of Sports. Yeah. Sometimes after cartoons, it was the pro bowling. Yep. Sometimes. Uh yeah. Okay. One ninety in 1978 is all you need. Okay, that's that's neat. Well, I had a one ninety three the last time I bowled league. Oh, so you could have been on the PBA in 1978. In nineteen, yeah, exactly. Maybe uh, you would have got uh, steak dinner with uh, or three dick dogs and a bang with uh, Susan Blakely because you're famous at one ninety three. You're a big deal. Yep. You're the guy. I get to sleep in a houseboat for free. Hell yeah. Shitty Mustangs for low prices. Mm-hmm. And free orange juice. Unlimited orange juice. Yeah, because he's always getting free orange juice from the Elaine waitress at yeah. the bowling alley. And we all know that orange juice is very expensive in restaurants and bowling alleys. Mm-hmm. It's like $3 for a glass. Yep. It's ridiculous. May as well just get a double whiskey. Well, anyway, you argue it. And no, wins. Sorry, tuned yeah, out. No. Totally tuned out. I was trying to emulate the movie. Yeah. Well, talking about the prices of orange juice is about <laughs> as exciting as that. 
Did you see the weather today? <laughs> Sunny. Yeah. Well, it seems like wherever he is, is is closer to St. Louis than it is to Chicago because he gets to St. Louis pretty quick. Uh, Chicago and St. Louis are right next to each other. All right. Well, he's close to one and not the other. About uh, three hours away, right, Jackie? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's not. It's not a terribly long drive. Okay. Well, he's on one side of one because it was 280 miles to Chicago. That's too far. Whereas uh, he seems like he went right to St. Louis. Yep. Argues with the people. They let him in. The argument thing is so stupid because either he has it. What were they? How did they fuck that up? Did they fuck it up or were they trying to cheat him out of it because he beat that one guy? Yeah, it's like the <laughs> at that point, the bowling Congress was like, no, we don't want good bowlers. It makes the one guy seem like a shifty dickhead. Right. But makes no sense. Makes no sense. Hey, uh, you only have a one night. Well, no, I don't. Uh, you guys are providing the records for this. You have. I've submitted my documentation to show this already. You're either in or you're not. Yeah. It's not a good scene. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. What are the motivations of the PBA? Are they shysters? I guess. Stupid. But he convinces them they vote and two the guy he beat and the the head of the pba vote no and then everybody else says yes because they can fucking read apparently they know how numbers work yeah oh yeah he's pretty good boy all right let's let him in we want good bowlers in this uh why did we put you in charge you why did they put him in charge indeed you want bad bowlers well they were like it's 19 19- Late 70s, early 80s, this guy's short, bald, wears glasses, mm-hmm. has sideburns. He looks like a CEO, so I think we should make him one. <laughs> he doesn't know how numbers work, but we can work with that. Yeah. As long as he has a secretary named Grace already, I think we're fine. Uh, well, I don't really care what her name is. I'm just going to put my hand on her ass right now. <laughs> Grace, hold my calls. My name is Deborah. Shut up, Grace. God damn it. Drop my pen, Grace. <laughs> Again. Again. Also, can you bring in some whiskey? Pen glued to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor women. I hope it's getting better for you. We're still dickheads. Men. But uh, yeah. But now we're better at bowling. Yes, indeed. Well, I mean, I was going to just leave my career so that we could just travel the country and you could bowl for a living. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Career? Uh, I don't think Karen has a career. What's her career? Career? Yeah. Does she have a job? Is she doing she anything? At, everybody in the movie works at the bowling alley. What's, what's her job? She's the counter girl. No, he's the counter guy. She everybody does, does birthday that. parties. Yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> she was blowing up those bozos. That's true. That's and true. she had a desk. Yeah. Everybody does everything at the bowling alley. Mm. That's really, again, they captured it. Mm. Well, she dumps him. She doesn't like it because uh, he doesn't tell her about this bowling lane idea in Peoria, and he just expects her to go along with it because whatever, Harry's involved. I think she's got kind of got a point on this one, though. I, again, though, uh, her options are not real good. The only chance that of anything is him being good at bowling and kicking him out of the boat does not seem like the best move. Well, he should have been like, um, so Harry and I were talking about this. Uh, if I was hoping you would go with me, if you if you're going to stay here, if you don't want to go, then I guess I have to figure something else out because I love you and you're my partner and. And we're a team and blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. This is the 70s. That is not ever going to happen. That's true. It's like, listen, bitch, you want on this boat or not? You're going or you're going on Quaaludes. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put things in you. (laughs) Probably going to do that anyways. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so she throws him off the boat. He, uh, He crashes his own car into the lake. Yep. Because she wants it moved. Yeah. So he pushes it in the lake. Or the river. I don't know. It's a waterway, according to the police. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So, that's neat. We didn't even talk about the spider guy. We even care. Spider. Spider. No, we talked about his clothes, and I think that was enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just scummy, though. I do, I do want to talk about Spider a little bit because I have a question about him. Sure. Uh, he's a little rapey, don't you think? A lot rapey? Uh, pretty rapey. Uh, somebody's going to get assaulted behind a dumpster at some point near this guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, con man? Does anybody get con man sense? Well, he's a pool shark. He's a shitty pool shark. Yeah, shitty pool shark. I don't know if he has a job. Mm. He's opportunistic. Ooh, how dare him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you're breaking up with your boyfriend and you might be emotionally vulnerable? I'll come over and he try to didn't stick in your butt. know that. He actually just tried to... He was just hanging out outside, and if she was the only one there, he was going to come rape her. I think he was coming to rape her. Yeah. I think he's... I think he's rapey. He's case to the joint. He knows that by 8.30, Grandma's out, and she's in the surgical plane till the next morning, so he just can do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. On a... Shit. Fuck. (laughs) On a houseboat, no one can hear you scream. Whoa. Cape Cape Fear all over again. Cape Uh, Bowl. Oh, boy. All right, Maybe so. they should have made Cape Fear over again in a bowling alley. That would have been exciting. No, Probably not. No. Seen bowling alley movies. I know that they're not exciting. Uh, so he leaves uh, his crap with Harry and he goes to Chicago to, for a tournament. And his car breaks down all the way. And uh, he gets a ride from these truckers. Which the movie turns into a trucking movie for about five minutes. The only part of the movie I liked. Yep. He makes it. Just in time. Yeah. And then this red guy, the guy he beat at the beginning of the movie says, hey, no double jumping. And Dreamer goes, what's double jumping? And we're never fucking told. I don't think it's anything. It doesn't play out at all. No, I don't know. He wins the tournament. Why have that? No, I don't know. Just being a dick. That guy's just a dick. Yeah, but it doesn't like. Dreamer thinks he's like giving him actual advice. Yeah. And the the audience has no reason to doubt it because we're not ever. It doesn't fuck this movie. All right, so he wins the tournament. Uh, but the, but back in uh, Elf Town, Alv, Allentown, Antle, Antle. Well, it's different every time. How dare you call me that? <laughs> oh, there's some drama between Karen and Harry. They get in a fight because. They can, I guess. She why not? He thinks she's a distraction, and she thinks that Dreamer's in love with him. And the no, dream, they, he's living his life vicariously through Dreamer. Yeah, yeah. So she walks out, in a huff, and uh, Harry then bowls himself to death. <laughs> why? One. So why does she come back in anyway? I guess. I think she feels bad. This Just, is so edited so poorly. That I think that they're trying to say that she gets to her car and has this epiphany of like, man, I was being an asshole. I should go back to say hey to Harry. But he, you're watching it going, this guy's fucking bowling out of control. (laughs) (laughs) He bowls a game, a whole game, while she's walking to her car and back. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. It's like those scenes where the guy gets really mad, and so he's like goes out to the forge and starts banging on a hammer with a hammer on some metal and just angry uh, or he's chopping wood and uh, angry chopping wood, but he's bowling in a fever. Fevered bowling. Yep. It looks so stupid. It's really dumb. That man is bowling himself to death. But I thought his fall was great though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah that and was then he good. fell over and. She puts his leg back. She walks in and she cradles his head. I'm sorry. I, you shouldn't have bowled so hard. Harry, don't leave us. I gotta go. Uh, move on without me. <laughs> well, who will drill the bowling balls if you die? <laughs> Someone else. Fire. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> so, uh, Okay. So Dreamer wins. He comes back and he goes to Bullhaven. He's like, hey, everybody, I fucking won. I'm the best. Where's Harry? And nobody's told him this whole time. And uh, so he goes to the hospital. Harry is alive in the hospital. They have uh, some magic moment. Shows him the trophy. Harry does not die on screen. 
Uh, the next very next thing you see is they're walking through the graveyard. Harry's fucking dead. This is the worst, by the way, he's dead shot I've ever seen. It's awful. Because they're not at a funeral. They're not at a grave. They're just walking through a graveyard. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're not paying their respects. Nope. You don't know if his funeral was that day, if they missed it. You don't have if, no idea if, what ha- the span of time that has yes, passed. If they're lost. Yep. They don't. You'd have no idea. I have a problem with Harry being dead at all there's no reason for him to die he's at the hospital and he's alive he's had a heart attack he's got a blood clot he's had it for eons uh the doctors told dreamer about it but not harry but not harry which is not anything that can ever happen so they already know he's got this blood situation he has a heart attack while bowling the ambulance comes and picks him up takes him to the hospital they say there's nothing we can do he's done for no if you make it through the heart attack and you make it to the hospital you're okay that's the only thing you got to make it through the nurses were actually none so you, you you either get better from a heart attack or you die from a heart attack but it doesn't happen a week later it happens right then they don't know how the shit works yeah god damn it i, th- I just think they're the worst doctors ever probably i think they killed him they did whiny old boring old guy it's just off him (laughs) anybody they're having their own little logan's run in that hospital (laughs) if you come in with anything bigger than a scratch and if you're over the age of 30 you're not coming out (laughs) they don't even do anything nice that's why they're wandering around in the graveyard because they don't know where you're because they don't actually bear they just throw you in a mulcher afterwards (laughs) this hospital is terrible it would have been a better movie than the one we watched though which hospital is he in uh, St. Luke's. Ooh, shit. <laughs> shit yeah. <laughs> I guess he's not coming out of there. Couldn't send him to the other one, huh? That's why it was called St. Elsewhere. All the patients ended up <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> the dumpster. <laughs> well, where's my grandpa? I don't know. How's the stew? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my grandpa's name was Stu. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well, Stu's pretty good. Yeah. yeah he's not. We couldn't turn Pete into anything other than a hamburger, though. Sometimes we just run out of clever ideas. <laughs> so he's clearing out uh, Harry's office, putting away his memorabilia and his old emotional pictures. There's a headshot of uh, Jack Houston. Jack Warden. Jack Warden. Jack Houston. John Peterson. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> Dr. Rosen Rosen. Dr. Rosen Rosen. <laughs> That's pretty stupid. <laughs> they grabbed a head. What was, what was that character's headshot for? To show him young. Yeah, I know. I understand. But young Harry goes out one day and decides to get a headshot. <laughs> He's a bowling guy. <laughs> yeah, why Why not? does he have a headshot? Who knows? Ugh. Can't do that. But he finds the dream ball. Harry has created, crafted his ultimate bowling ball. Which I don't know what the pro balls looked like in 79, but that looks like a lane ball to me. What's a lane ball? The ones that everybody uses that are plastic and don't hook. Mm-hmm. I read you. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's like Excalibur. Pulls it out of the bag. Oh, the heavens open up and trumpets are blown and doves fly out from behind yeah. the bowling alley and John Woo's back there stroking it and uh what yeah that's what he does and uh he's awesome with it it's it's he's the chosen one now it seems like he's bowling about as good as he was bowling before because you can't make bowling exciting yep he's either already bowling tens strikes or he's not tens tens i got a 10 guys (laughs) tens (laughs) high fingers (laughs) high fingers everybody Punch fists. <laughs> I got more tens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So he's going to go to the championship. And uh, he makes it through the final, all the way to the final against this guy named Johnny Watkins. Who's uh, Dick Weber? Dick Weber, famous. Uh, advanced age Dick Weber. Yeah. And it's real boring, this tournament. Yep. It's them bowling. It's yeah. just them bowling. And they bowl a game and he wins and that's it. And it's like, no, you have to bowl three. Oh, it's a little bit more intense than that. Johnny Johnny ends with a 245. And for a dreamer to win, 
He needs at least to get a, at least a spare and then leave no more than eight pins. Or leave no or, more than two. Yeah, leave no more than two. And the math doesn't work for dramatic purposes because he gets a spare. Or he, he hits the spare. And then the next one, he gets a strike. What you should do is have him get a strike and then the 710 split. He's got to hit the 710 split. That's the, the you got to have the hardest thing happen. No one can hit that shot. Oh, I've seen it done in Kingpin. Oh, doesn't his hand stick to it, though? Yeah. That's why it works. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> that movie's really not that funny. Oh, really? I, it was okay. I bet you it's funnier than this one. Oh, yes. I bet you I like it a lot more. Yeah, and in terms of our keeping an eye out for whether if Kingpin borrowed anything, Kingpin borrowed nothing from this film. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So they get their bowling lane. Hooray. He won. They buy this thing. And their fucking name... What what was the, it was like awesome bowling lanes or Harry's bowling alley Harry's memorial Harry White's memorial bowling alley in neon yeah. and then proprietors Karen and Dreamer Dreamer, Dreamer. yeah Cunningham like you put your own name on the business sign proprietors yep nope you don't you don't do it ain't shit all right who wants to ask me a question I have one question okay. Why does he have two vacuums? <laughs> he gets kicked out and he has these two vacuums. Uh, I just that made me do a spit take, Sam, of my coffee. God damn it. What's it? I just don't Why does he have to, why does he have a vacuum at all? <laughs> he has two vacuums. He's got two of them. He doesn't need any. He lives <laughs> with somebody else. His, They're identical vacuums, too. His worldly possessions are a bowling ball, bowling shoes, one suitcase, and two identical vacuum, two identical vacuum cleaners. <laughs> and he left him outside the houseboat too. Yep. Oh. Oh my god. Um. Maybe he. Maybe that's his revenge plan. He should. <laughs> She comes home like, my God, these carpets look great. Son of a bitch. That son of a bitch got me one last time. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say that he like stole hers as well. I don't know. No, he took the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Those are expensive. It's 1978. <laughs> That's why he has two of them. These are top models. Oh, he got them on sale. Yeah. Maybe that's what he's doing uh, part time. He's a door to door vacuum cleaner sales. Maybe. Oh, Jesus, Jackie. I don't have any questions. Okay, good. This, uh... Uh, so, uh, did he uh, get that car out of the lake? You ever do that? Because he was going to get arrested. Well, I think that the cops are on his side at that point, and they just leave it there. Oh, he's, a, he's such a hero. Yeah. Inspiration to all that uh, they're like, you don't you don't have to pull that car out of that waterway. There's 10 in there already. Yeah, no shit. We'll just keep that dammed up and change the ecological system of this entire community. Lead poisoning in the water. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does Spider redeem himself? It he, looks like he's made, made it with what's-her-face, the other the actresses. Yeah. So is he... A, they look to be like a couple now. A good guy all of a sudden? He's found love, Justin. He I seems know. like he's part of the team. Like, hey, Spider's always been one of our friends. Spider was not your fucking friend. No, I think he was always part of the team. He was the designated rapist. Yes. <laughs> oh, the old man. DR position on the team. <laughs> well, we're in the American League. We can't let the pitcher hit. <laughs> <laughs> we need this guy <laughs> the bartender doesn't show up again he actually works there and he doesn't get to be part of the the uh raw rock club yeah, yeah. yeah all right i i came up with another question while we're okay. thinking about it is the older gal angie the hottest of the three waitresses um she looks like the maid from the Brady Bunch. She was the girlfriend of one of the characters in Gomer Pyle, this television oh series. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, she has a better figure than the other two girls. Her hair doesn't do her any justice, but I think she's actually better looking than both Suzanne Blakely and whoever 
the what is the other one's Elaine. name? Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. Uh, I thought Elaine was kind of cute, but not. I thought the old lady was better looking than. Yeah, Elaine. I think I'm going to yeah. go with the old lady too. All right. Okay. Uh, final recommendations, Jackie. Go. No. Sam, go. No, not me. Go. Fuck no. This movie sucks. Not worth even uh, laughing at. We couldn't. We couldn't even riff on this thing. No, we were it was just too hard to riff on it. There's just nothing happens. It conquered us. It defeated us. Yep. Ugh. All right. Next week is my pick. I think it's Commando. Is it Commando? Oh, I think it's Commando time. Some sweet pan flute. Yeah. Uh, with uh, special guest Tucker, our good friend Tucker from the now defunct If We Made It podcast. So uh, come back because we all know how much everybody loves Commando. So it should be a fun episode. Get to the chopper. With your two vacuums. You gotta clean the floor in those. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper. Your guy must have the longest dick ever. I don't know how long his legs are. <laughs> Crotchal area in this trophy. You gotta have low pants for bowling. Oh. No, you don't. Uh, that is definitely something you don't have to have. <laughs> actually, you want as much uh, inseam egress as possible because of the the sliding and the... You want, you, if your pants are falling down, you're not going to bowl well. Oh, okay. <laughs> gonna have a bad time. Gonna have a bad time. All right, you guys ready?